Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. It's great to have you here. My name is Rosh, and we are talking more YouTube. And my topic of today is it's, I'm talking about a few creators who have made their mark. One took a really long time to get there and is at the top of his game. The other one just came out of nowhere and is at the top of her game. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what works in YouTube in this podcast. And there's a lot to unpack, believe me. Now, one thing I do want to talk to you about before we get into that is a new post over at thetubeblog.com. The uh, post is about podcasts, and I list a number of podcasts out there to support you. Uh, I have Dusty Porter's podcast. He has a couple of them. Tim Schmoyer's podcast. And there are a few other podcasts that I think you may find valuable. Now, if you listen to some other podcasts that are not on that list, but are valuable to YouTubers. And I really want to focus on a podcast that's really for YouTubers. I think there's a couple that are kind of on the edge, and there are many more on the edge out there. For example, there are a lot of podcasts from YouTubers, but they're not necessarily talking about YouTube. We want podcasts that are really focused on YouTube. And there are social media sites or podcasts, and they do talk about YouTube once in a while, but the focus is not YouTube like this show and for YouTubers specifically. So that's that's what I'm looking for. That's what that list is about. But if you're looking for more podcasts that can support you in the growth of your YouTube channel, well, then check out that list over at thetubeblog.com. I know many of you are concerned about copyright claims, and I want to share this information with you that YouTube now is requiring copyright owners to timestamp exactly what part of your video is being manually claimed. That is so helpful. If you use a little bit of music or maybe some music pops up in the background, you can get copyright claimed for that, although you didn't purposely put that music in your video, but it's there and it can be claimed and you can lose some money because of that and you want to avoid that happening to you. So now copyright owners must put that in the claim and there's some new tools for you also that are available in the editing tools on uh, in the studio beta area and it allows you to mute all sound when the when the claimed song plays uh, it also you have the opportunity to of course replace the song and the best way to go about that of course is using the youtube library and i believe that's how that works um, best is just use the youtube library because these are all songs if you're not familiar with that you need to familiarize yourself with all of the available sounds and music that is available on YouTube that you can put in your YouTube videos, which most certainly will not get copyright claim now or in the future. And it is a rather large library with many genres. So it, you might want to check that out just because, especially if you want to use some sort of music in your video to keep things moving along, it really is helpful to have some sort of music. 
do check out those options as well as remember, you can always just cut out that content, the music or sounds or whatever it may be, the copyrighted portion of your video. And again, you can do that in the YouTube editor. Now for the big topic that a lot of people are talking about, and that's Janelle Elena and her rise to now 1.4 million subscribers with two videos in less than a month. And there are many videos, conspiracy theories, and just about anything you can think of being said about Janelle and her video. And I'm looking forward to maybe hearing from her in the future, but I'm talking about her and I'm also going to talk about Mr. Beast, two people who have who are really at the top of their game, but got there in different ways. And I really appreciate Mr. Beast. I don't know much about Janelle other than her van tour was her first video. And if you haven't checked that out, you need to just because if nothing else, it's a good lesson. It's a long video. And this long video with a lot of everything that it takes to succeed, which we're going to talk about that after I talk about these two YouTubers, I'm going to talk about them. And there's some great analysis out there. I think uh, Matt Gillen, he he had a great analysis on, on Twitter, actually. And he is a really long tweet, a series of tweets that I thought was very well thought out. And but there are also a lot of videos out there. Brian G. Johnson has one out there. I know uh, Dan from a Crater Fundamentals. He has one that's just released a little bit before when I started recording this and, and many others who are analyzing what the heck, <laughs> what the heck happened here? This person who is obviously a, a, a beautiful woman, young, young lady who who has who lives in a van. But it's a cool van and she has a cool snake and she has a lot of cool, uh, interesting combinations. And if you ever if you've listened to my work in the past, you know that combinations are a key cornerstone to finding success, in my opinion, creativity and creativity often comes out and in unique something new comes out with combinations and this is a great combination combination of uh, uh someone with a lot of personality who's beautiful but lives in a van with a snake <laughs> and here's the tour and all the she gets into details of a lot of different things about it but again being a longer video and it just connects in so many ways with the algorithm now some people are saying well maybe this was promoted in some way. And it doesn't seem to be the case. It'd be very expensive to do so, uh, at least at this level. And maybe in the very beginning, it was kicked off that way. Who knows? Who knows? It's very possible. Did she have a big following elsewhere? We've talked about this. Was there a following on? Well, we know there she has an Instagram account, but her Instagram account was not huge. It did have some nice images on it, but it was not huge, less than 10,000 really at the time. And now it's grown well over 100,000, of course, because a lot of times these things, you know, you, you check out the YouTube video and now some people check out her Instagram and, and there, there she is and now has well over 100,000 uh, followers there. But the bottom line is she has a excellent combination of personality, location, topic, something that a general audience would appreciate just because you can't 
in many ways, stop watching. You know, so I'm sure there's a ton of watch time because she goes from one thing to another. She doesn't belabor any one area too long. She keeps the flow going. And, you know, how does she develop these skills in terms of filmmaking, video making? Who knows? You know, did she have some support? There's something more behind it. That's where the mystery starts. And we'll find out. We'll find out. But part of it now is everybody has this question and they have to see the videos. And it's earned at this point 1.4 million subscribers in less than a month. Her original van video, the tour, is 6.3 million views. And then she had a second video. Oh my goodness, why not? Follow it up a few weeks, a couple weeks later. And it's how, show, how she showers living in her van and has 11 million views. In other words, almost double the original. And of course, because once, honestly, because she had so many people who watched the first video, when she released her second, YouTube is right there ready to show it off to all the people that had that video in their recent watch history. And because that video was there, they showed it to a lot of people. A lot of people immediately watched it, which just made the initial velocity of that video big time. And off it went. And that's why it continues. And of course, so many people are now talking about a big YouTubers. And uh, it's, it's, it's just worth your time to watch it to learn from. And I think Brian G. Johnson said that in his video, and I think he he put it very well. If you want to watch a good video about breaking down the whole Janelle phenomenon, check out Brian G. Johnson's video um, on YouTube. It's, it's, it's worth it. There are a number of good ones out there, but uh, that's the first one I would go to. And maybe even uh, Matt Gillen's tweet. I thought that was great. Now let's talk about Mr. Beast. And here's a, here's a guy who at one point I think this when I first saw his videos I'm like oh so that this kind of opportunist I, I guess or just kind of going off the deep end here I, I'm not I'm not so sure about this guy but then as I got to see more interviews I just kind of like this guy he has the right idea and mentality he just wants to give it away and that's what he's done but but he He's not an overnight sensation. This is the other end of Janelle. He is a guy who has been on YouTube for years and it's gone nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. But as he's mentioned a few times that he studied YouTube for years and had friends and studied the analytics, trying to figure out what works and what does not. And maybe five years later, he finally just took it on and started doing things at an extreme and it worked and it worked. And he has been, you know, not, you don't give away a thousand dollars. You give away a hundred thousand dollars. You give away a car, not just a car, but a cool sports car, uh, you know, many different, just strange things, taking ideas to the extreme, but that's what works. That is what's working going to extremes. And quite often, I have talked about the exercise. If you really want to come up with new ideas, obviously I talk about the combination code, but I also talk about taking ideas to the extreme. And I've often mentioned Amazon. And 
when I say I've talked about, I'm referencing other podcasts that I've done. I've done, you know, hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. So this is a new one. I do have a long history, over 10 years of podcasting and, and supporting people with these ideas. So when I refer to my past conversations, I'm referring to my overall body of work of hundreds of podcasts and writings and interviews through the years. And I'm, I'm just pulling from those and bringing them to you because a lot of that information applies to us here on YouTube. And one of the things I would often talk about is a standard, which is Amazon, and how they will kind of look into how can we better at the extreme. Just think early Amazon. How can we get products and services to people faster, better, sooner? And just think, you know, 10 years ago, why don't we get a flying drone to drop off a box somewhere? You know, these are the kinds of things they're trying to put into play. Can we get a package to somebody the same day within an hour, whatever it may be? And taking those ideas to extreme, you may not be able to do that, but maybe pulling back a little bit, you can aim to that direction and you can do that with your YouTube channel. You may have a, a goal. You may have Mount Everest as your goal. That's what you want to show people. How do you climb Mount Everest as an example, right? But you could start with the nearest mountain or hill nearby and how you start from there and work your way up to these different ideas. But maybe... Maybe you have an extreme idea that's within your reach and you could try it and test it out on your channel. Now, not every channel is a Mr. Beast where you fill a friend's house with 10 million Legos, creating the world's largest bowl of cereal or giving $10,000 to random people. There's so many different Crazy ideas. Homeless man buys a Lamborghini, you know, giving a homeless man a home. A lot of the stuff that he does is kind of crazy, but a lot of it is very much around charity. Recently, Mr. Beast bought into Vid Summit, which is the big event for YouTubers who are really big into maybe more technical stuff. Really, the kind of stuff if you're a YouTuber, I mean, there's there's VidCon and there's um, ClamorCon. Th these are places where YouTubers go to be seen. Yes, there are opportunities for learning and so forth. But really, you know, it's a lot of younger people where VidSummit is put on by Daryl Eaves, who is an excellent YouTube educator right at the top there. As far as I'm concerned with Matt Gillen, the two of them are my by far the best in terms, especially the technical side. Tim Schmoyer is right in there with them, but I think those two are more in the analytics technical side. Um, Tim Schmoyer is well-rounded in what he shares, but I'm getting off base here. The The bottom line is Daryl has created Vid Summit and Mr. Beast has bought into it, has purchased part of it, and will be a part of it, and will share some of what he has learned and be more involved with the creator community along with Daryl Eaves. And Daryl Eaves coached him and supported him along the way. I don't know at what point they started working together, but I do know that they worked together 
and talk analytics and really try to dig deep into what works on YouTube. And I think that's a powerful force combination. And I think VidSummit's going to be even better for it. Now, Mr. Beast, if you look at his channel and you look at his first videos seven years ago, they're Minecraft related videos. He's tried so many different things and he's continued to experiment and try new niches and ideas until he came up with what works for him. And I'd like to talk more about Janelle, but you know, obviously she's so new in this space. There's only so much we can only speculate. It's nice to see somebody like Mr. Beast on the other end of it. We'll discover more about Janelle later, but Mr. Beast has kept trying and trying new things. And you're going to have to do the same thing. You're going to have to pivot too. I have pivoted in many different ways. I've turned one of my channels into a fully live channel. And it's all the same channel for Mr. Beast as he's tried different things. He didn't do multiple channels. Well, I, I don't know. I can't say. It. I think he may have tried different channels. But the one that he, the Mr. Beast channel, has been around for seven years. And like I said, started off with Minecraft and many other types of videos, a lot of videos until he found his combination. And you have to find your combination to grow your channel. And we all have something that we can bring to the table, but it's quite often not the first thing that we're thinking of. And quite often it's because it's the most common thing. It's not the combination. We haven't combined other things to make it uniquely our own. We have to niche down. We have to niche down. And I believe me, I am, I've niched up, I've niched down and I have found success. But when I was watching the interviews of creators at VidCon, which just recently happened a, a couple weeks ago, I noticed one common theme. And I think a lot of people did too. Uh, I know Daryl Eves was doing the live stream and, and other people were, were talking about the one thing they understood that worked on YouTube that would get you where you wanted to go probably better than anything else. And that is doubling down on what is working on your channel. So look at the video that is getting the most and double down, do more of that. And sometimes, and we have talked about this on the podcast, that we don't want to do that. That, that. that was the odd video that just went viral or well, got more views than most, but that's not really what the channel is about. Well, YouTube thinks it is. And if you did a follow-up, chances are YouTube will show it to those folks and very well it, that doubling down can double your views. Think about the Janelle video, her van video, her introduction video. It has 6 million plus views. However, her next video, which is on the same topic, her van asking an interesting question, breaking things down even more with a big question. How do I shower when I live in my van and she has a picture of her holding like a shower brush in a towel, which obviously gets people's attention. It's a thumbnail that's going to get your attention if you saw the first video. And now that, well, that is an interesting question. I have to watch that. That is doubling down. 
the first one worked. She's doubling down on the topic. And maybe her original video was just going to be a starter point. This is where I I live in my van, but she likes surfing. Maybe she's going to talk about surfing next. And she could have. And maybe it would have done okay. But doubling down on that topic that worked, that was the right move. And you have to do the same thing. And I'm doing that. I'm, I'm looking through my videos over the last few months as I switched over to my second channel as my main channel. And the reason I did that is because it's a more focused channel. But now I'm looking at the videos that are doing the best and which ones that my audience really cares about. And there's some situations where it's very obvious. Audience does not care about this topic. Okay, it's an important topic, but the audience doesn't care. Does that mean I can never follow up or make another video on this topic? Of course not. It doesn't mean that. However, if I want to get momentum, if I want to find that real igniter video, the one that sparks the channel, I need to double down on the videos that got double the views as the other videos. The ones that I didn't use my email list to help push out or a lot of social. The ones that kind of organically grow and are continuing to grow because it seems like my audience is interested. And from there, I will do other videos related to that and and continue to double down on the ones that are doing better and better and better. And that's how you get there. Now, over time, once I have that momentum, I'll have a little more latitude as long as the audience appreciates the topic. But to get the real momentum, we've talked about those who really start and get nowhere, just nothing is happening. And then you have that 5% growth. And that's where I am. That's where I've been in a lot of my my channels, just kind of that 5%. It's growing. It's growing at about 5%. It's doing okay, but it's not going at the 10, 20, 50% month over month growth, which are the higher performing channels. But to get there, you have to make that audience happy and watch more of your videos by giving them what they want. And again, I know there's often that conversation, but I don't want to be stuck there. But do you want to be a successful YouTuber? So where do you want to be? Just doing what you want to do? That's fine. But expect those same results. Build the audience first. Even the largest YouTuber on the platform, PewDiePie, the largest individual creator, PewDiePie, had a very specific niche when he started. He's about personality now, but it wasn't that way then. He was a gamer, a focus gamer on a specific game, and then he branched out in that genre to other related games, and he continued to build and grow. But even way back then, it had to be niche growing on top of a niche. Each video growing on top of the other. And if you really want to grow, that's what you need to do. And this is not the first time you've heard this idea on this podcast. Maybe you've heard it on every single podcast. And guess what? You'll probably hear it again on the future podcast because it really is the just the focused way to make it all work. 
you can dig into the individual elements of the algorithm and of the process of developing your videos and improving your videos. And my gosh, we need to talk about how to improve your videos and my videos. And we'll get into that more and more. But we'll probably keep coming back to the same idea. Double down. Double down on what works. We'll talk to you next time.